Welcome to the podcast! Yeah, it's Beck and Jazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. Beck, what have you got for us? <laughs> it's true, though. It's like your name is like Jazeel. Yeah. Not Jazeel. Jazeel. Yeah, just choose a, choose a letter to drag out. That's all we're doing here. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. It's time to uh, share something with you that I have learnt this week. Okay, last seven days, what's the best thing you've learnt? This is really cool. Japan is working on wooden satellites that can cleanly burn up without leaving debris when they re-enter the atmosphere. What? Yes. So there's a Japanese company. Mm. It's uh, teamed up with Kyoto University. Right. So they've joined forces to create what they hope will be the world's first satellites made out of wood by 2023. That just... I mean, I don't know how satellites work. Yeah. But wood doesn't conduct anything. I again, I don't know how this works, but that <laughs> blows my what? Well, that blows my mind. Well, because they've started research on tree growth and the use of wood materials in space. So they they too don't know how they're going to do it yet. Yeah. So oh they've, right. They've okay. Started, so yeah, the... they've started trying to figure it out. Um. So these wooden satellites, they'd burn up without releasing harmful substances into the atmosphere or raining debris on the ground when they plunge back to Earth. Right. So it's going to be a lot more environmentally friendly. Yeah. It's obviously something they think is possible. Mm. Otherwise, they wouldn't be putting so much research into it. Um, the next stage is going to be developing the engineering model of the satellite. Uh, then they're going to manufacture the flight model. I'm still... I'm Now I'm like, no, wood does conduct. Uh, look, this is just blowing my mind. Yeah. How cool is that, though? It is brilliant. Mind you, like... They burn up regardless, don't they? If well, they no, they through, don't. Don't they just like... Not not completely. Right, There's so always someone's always got a little piece in their backyard. Yeah, or they'll go into the ocean. Yeah, right. So now what they're hoping to do is there'll be nothing left over. It burns up so in the atmosphere, nothing harmful to anyone. Now the old satellites are going to become collectibles. Start if collecting if, if a satellite. If you've got an old little tiny satellite that's gone shot to earth, <laughs> frame it. It's going to be worth loads because in the future, that will never happen. Do you know, we started doing something new when we went camping. Yeah. Is looking for satellites in the sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found out that the best time to spot them is at like dusk. Right, That is okay. the best time because they're still reflecting the sunlight oh. from earth. Mm. But it's obviously the sun's going down. Yeah. So then you can spot them easier. Well, that's handy to know. I, for years, thought... That satellites were shooting stars. And I was like, oh, they're not hard to find. Yeah, they're pretty slow. Yeah, I see them all the time. I just look up there. And then one day I saw a shooting star. And I thought, wow, I've been lying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> the only person you're lying to is yourself. <laughs> Jumped in a time machine and went many, many years ahead with you, looking at satellites made out of wood. Look sure. forward to it. Let's jump in that same time machine, but go back. All right, what have you learned? We're going back to 1910. There was a lady by the name of Imogen, uh, and she started a campaign A campaign. To ban kissing. Why would you ban kissing? <laughs> yeah, she was a bit of a germaphobe. Oh. Okay. And uh, she was standing in line one time, and it was actually a common practice to kiss on the lips. It was just like, many cultures still do it now. Yeah. A sign of respect. They'll kiss you on the lips, say, yeah. thanks for coming, thanks for coming. So she was in line back in the 19, uh, 1910, and there was 40 ladies all lined up, and there was a lady coming through and kissing everyone on the lips. And she thought, I really don't like this. If yeah, no, only that makes sense. There was some way to stop this, okay? 
And so from that moment, she was like, mm I'm starting a campaign. So she had badges. She went and talked to all the journalists at the time. Like, that was a big thing in America to ban kissing. And it wasn't just like the polite, respectful kiss to greet someone. Yeah. It was also in normal relationships. Really? Yep. She's like, no, why have we together collectively said that kissing is okay. It's not. And she had all these stats on how many germs pass when you kiss and how it's it's just going to encourage the spread of different viruses. Okay, she's getting me freaked out now. I would have <laughs> believed her and said, yes, let's stop kissing. Now I'm thinking about these like tiny little germs. Yeah, thing. it was like 80, I think, I can't remember the exact stats. I think it was like 80 million <laughs> every time. Anyway, okay. let's not get into that because well, that'll freak people out. Well, kissing on the lips is heaven, so... <laughs> So, yeah, she spearheaded this uh, for two years. She ran campaigns across America. She got a little bit of a following, but mostly it just died down. However, and this is the part that I think is quite fascinating, she convinced 70 local brides to never kiss their husbands, including herself. So they got married at the wedding day. No one kissed. What? Yep. They were like, no, 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 we're we're not doing that. We're part of the No Kissing Club. Pretty crazy, right? But... No, you, that, no, we uh, don't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, th- so you think that's pretty crazy, right? Yes. But then look at this stat. 46% of cultures today don't kiss. At their wedding? No. Full stop. At all? 46%. What? Who? Who is not kissing? I'm telling you, Google it. It's, uh, it does some research. William, the professor, professor at the University of Nevada in Las Vegas, has done the research. 46% of cultures uh, don't use lip-to-lip kissing in a romantic sense. Okay. okay. 46? That's uh, incredible. Do you not kiss? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, in this culture, we obviously do. No, but maybe there's people who live here and just don't they kiss. don't. Just don't. Just, just straight out. Don't kiss each other. It's hard to fathom, really. Daniel's text from Willerton. Hi, fam. Seems like she's the original Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Another fascinating fact that I found out about kissing. uh, 13% of people have accidentally kissed their co-worker. How do you accidentally kiss a co-worker? So a lot of the examples given were of when you're handing something to the other person. So you're working in a factory, you're moving boxes from one side to the other, you turn around at exactly the same time, oh, oh no, awkward. Well, you'd have to have your lips pursed. Well, I I can't imagine they're they're doing that. I think it's just a, a kiss would be lips touch. Okay. Is what I think the definition is when it comes to the thirteen percent of people have by accident kissed each other. <laughs> so, do you is this is this what you want to know? This is exactly what I want to know. Not just in a work context, but have you ever kissed someone by accident? Give us a call nine three one three zero ninety eight five. Because I mean, if thirteen percent of people in the workforce have done it, I just want to know in, in just in general, in general. Okay, have you ever accidentally kissed someone? Whew, what a hoot that was. That was. Oh, I'm yeah. tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energised. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 985.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.